Welcome back to Feedback Loop, everybody. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And this week, we are discussing Igor by Tyler, the Creator. That we are. Uh, Joey chose this album. Why did you choose this album? I chose this album because it's really good, man. Like, that's uh, that's why. No, but for real? (laughs) No, but for real, it's really good. (laughs) It really is. But the reason I chose it is because our last album... Uh, the one by Lord. Yeah, melodrama. Like, yeah, melodrama. I wanted to say uh, diorama or something. I don't know. Some, fine. <laughs> I thought it started with a D, but it doesn't. So I chose this one because it, it's kind of poppy. It won won a Grammy. So oh, I mean, it seemed like the next next logical step, given that Lord is pretty big in the pop sphere. Yeah, and, and I think thematically it fits too. Yeah. Plus, like. I don't know, kind of to go bigger picture, Lord, it seemed like that was a deviance from her first album, Melodrama yeah, was. Sure. And Igor is definitely a deviance from Tyler the Creator's previous works. I so, think I can agree with that. Not that I'd heard. I don't have a lot of context for Tyler the Creator. Um, I think I mentioned this last week. I've heard snippets of songs or maybe a full song and I just couldn't get into them uh, back yeah. in the day. So, uh, but that's not the case with this album. I think it's good, but we'll, we'll get to that before we do the album art. Yeah. The, okay. So it's pretty simple because Igor is a character. So Igor is who you see when you look at the album artwork. It's just a flat pink background with what looks to be just a black and white image of him, but yeah. it's, his skin is like extremely dark. Now, I mean, super dark. Like, is he wearing a black t-shirt or is he wearing a sh- it looks like he's wearing a shirt I think he's wearing like a suit vest oh well there you go I guess because the only you can't reason really I, see yeah the only reason uh, I say that is, is because uh I've seen a lot of the pictures of Igor the character he's wearing a pink suit vest oh so Interesting. that's kind of why I think he's stylized with like the bleach blonde hair and the pink yeah. suit but cool. yeah, and then at the bottom it just says all songs were, I think it says produced and created by Tyler, the creator. And they were, and, and so, some assistance from other people here and there. Yeah. And that's, that's something I'm going to get it. Okay. I'll, I'll get into it whenever the, <laughs> whenever the song show. All right. Let's, let's get right to it. Yeah. Okay. So first track, Igor's theme. I mean, title guy, Igor, name of the album, Igor. name of the person that he's being. So it's. It's kind of a theme for him. It's starts off pretty. I don't know. It's it's a pretty bumping track, I guess. Yeah, it, it's got some like deep sense, and mm-hmm. it has these drums. And man, I am in love with the drums on this track. There, there. It's got like a very old school feel to it, like a funky beat, and it's just it yeah. sounds clean, and it's just oh, it's good. See, it's stuff like that that kind of made me not want to classify it as a rap album i kind of felt bad about saying oh it's not quite rap but i mean like there's rap but yeah it's definitely got it's got a funk to it that i think is pretty nice and it's from from my research the whole point of this song because this whole album's a narrative about this person named igor do you think igor is i'm just gonna ask this immediately maybe i should save it to the end but i'm gonna cut to it fuck it do you think Igor is a portion of himself or a projection of himself? I think or do you it think is, it's totally disconnected? I think it's at least partially an, a reflection of Tyler, like a part of his personality, at least. Has and he done uh, character stuff like this before? Not really. I mean, like he's written songs from the perspective of another person before, but never just gone and created a whole album that is a whole narrative of a person going through something like a different person. But cool. I think it's a portion of himself. And this song, in my research, because there's not too many lyrics. It's kind of, it's like I said, it's just a, it's a track that's like pretty bumping. I don't, yeah, I don't it's know. it's an intro track. But like. It's, a, it's look, his theme song. Yeah. And I looked it up. And from what I can tell, what Tyler wanted was for you to turn this track on and it's the, the main lyrics are like riding around town. Going to feel this one. He wants you. Cause he says he likes driving or some people like driving. Some people like walking and 
he said this in, I think it was an interview, and he said, I want people to listen to this, know that they're going to feel it, and know that they're going to, they need to be doing something that they enjoy while they're listening, like experiencing this album. So, from the perspective, yeah, like the, the, the first the, time I heard this, this album, I put this album on when I was driving. So, uh, I, I think it, it, it felt good to drive to it for sure. Yeah, I, I played games to it my first time I listened to it all the way through. I was playing, I think I was playing Skyrim, and it was just. It was not nice. a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Sky, Skyrim's so, everywhere. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Skyrim's a great game. I think everyone should play it. <laughs> but they're not a sponsor. Buy it on every console. <laughs> no, it's too far. Cross the line. <laughs> Anyways, next track Earthquake. Earthquake. Uh, with an F, not a TH, even though uh, he says Earthquake, it sounds like. Yeah, he says that so. in the song, but it's fine. Is, is there a reason he uses Earth, or is it, well, I don't know if there was something deeper there? I'm not 100% sure, and honestly, I don't think I would be the person to ask. The only thing I can think of is, like, he, uh, it's this goes into some deeper lore, but... And it's probably not even right. Pull out the old texts. So Tyler, the creator, he, whenever he accepted his Grammy, he, for this album, he kind of, he criticized it because what they do at the Grammys is it seems like they put black artists into the urban category instead of contending them with the rest of the music. And he's against like obviously he's against that yeah he made an album that is amazing regardless of whatever but they still put him in the urban category they put him in that you can't contend with the regular category you have to go in the specific urban category yeah i I have a lot of issues with the grammys in general yeah Uh, so yeah definitely the the pay to win type what awards (laughs) or whatever but because this is like the poppy song, I guess, off of the album. Yeah. And for this album, for this song, which is the single off of the album, to be in what you could consider like a stereotypically urban speak, I think maybe he's commenting on that. But that's just me kind of reading into it. I don't know if that's sure. actually what it is or if I'm, valid. Just, if I'm just being stupid over here i, I don't know <laughs> no it, it, it was it was a good it was a worthwhile endeavor to, to kind of stray off and dive into that i think uh but the song it's it's pleasant enough musically i think it's got a lot of sense there's a lot of sense in this in this album since yeah. in this album i gotta break it down but uh the vocal melody in the chorus is nice it's uh it's it's a pretty pretty like you said it's kind of a, a lead single kind of poppy song um but it's a breakup song and this album is kind of a breakup album, similar to, to Melodrama, which we just yeah. we just went over. Um, the chorus is don't he he's like uh, I don't remember. I think he has a featured artist singing with him. He does. But he says uh, don't leave. It's my fault. Uh, which is specifically in that chorus, it kind of gives me like a Kid Cudi vibe. And I got yeah. a few a few of those Kid Cudi vibes throughout this album. But uh, that that was one of the more prominent ones because he does a lot of stuff that sounds similar, I think, to this this chorus. Definitely, with I don't know the big kind of chorusy type vocals where it's like there's they're really belting it right. in in the chorus. It's I, I like it a lot, and the featured I don't know who the featured singer is, but there is a featured artist which even leans more into the whole pop aspect because it's playboy cardi which i've never heard oh yeah i've never <laughs> heard a song by him which yeah, it shows how out of touch i am like because <laughs> i'm pretty sure he's he's a he's a big artist yeah, i don't I've know heard the name i think he's big enough that i know who he is and i don't listen to the radio but yeah he, it's this, this was this was not our area of expertise like mainstream uh hip-hop Uh, especially nowadays like super modern mainstream hip-hop that's not something that we're into generally forgive us please yeah (laughs) but uh so yeah this like you said it's definitely a breakup song and fitting with the whole just the first song being a theme song and not necessarily fitting into a narrative this i kind of consider this the first narrative track which it starts off with a breakup i guess 
Yeah, and, it, this whole album it kind of has like a, not really a sitcom, but like it's got that that it it kind of harkens back to like the style of an old sitcom, I guess, with kind of the funkier music uh, from from a time that that maybe isn't uh, now. Yeah. And so there's a theme song, and then it kind of gets into the narrative of the episode, or or whatever. And this whole kind of album feels like it's just progressing through an episode. I like that take. I really do, because uh, it's it especially. I don't know if it's what he was imagining, but it works because the music video for Earthquake, it's kind of he's on like a stage. And it looks almost like it's set in the 70s or 80s or something. Yeah. So, and that's the time of the sitcom. I like it. Yeah, I haven't it's, I haven't seen uh, any of his music videos. Maybe I should have before this, but uh, too late. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say the end of the song, it, it just kind of, it cuts. It, it cuts straight into the next track. Yeah. And right into I Think. And it's, I, I like how it does that because it kind of signifies, okay, well, this is the, the descent because right. it seems like this album shows a breakup and then a descent kind of into dealing with that breakup. Maybe not healthily in a way, yeah, but in uh, a very human way. Yeah. In a very human way. So this kind of breaks from the breakup, even though it's a breakup, it's still technically a part of this upbeat poppy, whatever relationship that he was in. And then right. it cuts right into the, I, and it's weird that the next song is I think in the chorus kind of goes I think I'm falling in love this time I think it's for real after the yeah. breakup it kind of so, I, I thought that was interesting I think it's a callback to Earthquake because at the beginning of Earthquake he starts by saying for real this time he's going for real yeah. for real for real this time and then he, he gets his heart broken right and then he's going back it, it seems like maybe he's found a new love perhaps or maybe he's found the same love again and he's like no 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 really guys for real this time that yeah that's kind of what i get i get like he's reimagining the love that he felt or like falling into almost an obsession type love like a different type of love but right. he's re-falling into it whatever it is it's yeah. and i mean I don't know. Like, I like the music a lot on this because it starts off with that. You talked about the drums in Igor's theme. I like the drums that start off this one. Kind of sounds jungly almost. Yeah, it's got some like groovy like tom work going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, and, got, it's got some snaps and stuff, and I, I, I like it as well. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like random guest people, Solange, I don't know if you know who that is. I know I, I, I've heard the name, but yeah. uh, I'm woefully inept with with this genre. So, <laughs> so she's the female vocalist on this, and right. like I'm going to be speaking about all these popular musicians who I don't listen to, and I mean, in before, oh, he's just a hipster who doesn't listen to <laughs> whatever. Like, that I, is kind of true. It is it is 100 percent true. I mean. I, I fit the definition of a hipster. I don't know who any of these people are, but I know they're yeah, go, go back and listen to, I think it was our third episode of uh, Feedback Loop where we, we did Nana Grizzle. Nana Grizzle. Uh, that's, that's Joey right there. That, yeah, that's me <laughs> in a nutshell. But it's what, I, what I'm trying to get at with like all of these big-named artists, guest appearances. It is nowhere. People had to do a ton of research online to figure out who these... Like who these guests were, who these oh, really? features were. He didn't say anything about them on the album. He has not confirmed or denied anybody that said like this is still technically speculation. Oh really? Yeah, like he because he hasn't like not nowhere in the liners of the album, nowhere in in like interviews online has he huh. confirmed anything. So it's interesting. Yeah, he just has a bunch of seemingly big artists that just agreed to be on his album and not get any credit for it. Not that you need credit to do music, but like, right. It's, it's just kind of crazy how he, how he worked that in there. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen often. I mean, especially in hip hop, like there's a, a big draw around having feature artists on hip hop tracks. Yeah. I think maybe more so than in any other genre, but it doesn't happen often in, in hip hop specifically that someone gets uh, a credit like that, especially someone so well known 
like yeah. Playboy Cardi or uh, Solange, and it to not not only not mention them in the track title as a feature, but if it's not anywhere in the liner notes and there's nowhere that it's explicitly confirmed, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. It's, so that's interesting. It kind of blew my mind when I figured that out. Cause I, there were a few other songs on the album where it's like, I know this is this person. <laughs> yeah. But, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. At least one. I, was, I was like, but it doesn't say anywhere. Like, and I found right. Reddit threads where it's like, is this, this person or, is who who's on this track but. yeah for for a minute i actually thought that like in that in the previous track uh that it, it was kid cuddy kind of saying it but looking i think it was on wikipedia that I, I looked up the credits for it it was not kid cuddy unfortunately i'm yeah. a big fan of kid cuddy but. me too yeah uh so the next track not that i think isn't interesting yeah. I think we spent maybe a bit too much time on, I think. and But yeah, it's fine. I think we're, we're going to be spending a lot of time on all these tracks because it's good and yeah. it's fun to, to dissect this stuff. But Fair. the next track is an interlude. Exactly what you run from, you end up chasing. Which and- is literally what is said in the track. It's a 14 second track. Yeah. It's just kind of like a, an audio sample that, uh, in my opinion, it kind of seems like the old like paradigm if you love them let them go but from mm-hmm. the perspective of the person leaving perhaps yes definitely and that because the person who says this is a comedian named jared carmichael yes and he kind of ends up being the narrator throughout this album kind of like like in a sitcom where it's like oh but this is happening yeah over here this is and like you see you hit the nail on the head in my opinion, because that's what I get from this. Cause Igor is the person being broken up with. So yeah. he, this is from his perspective. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't, I'm not some genius. I didn't make the, the, the sitcom connection until we started recording and it just kind of came <laughs> out. But I, I think more and more I'm saying that it does make sense yeah. that, that maybe he did kind of intend it to be framed in such a way. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a quick interlude track intermission kind of leading to the next portion of the album uh, to, to kind of give more insight on, I guess, what Igor is feeling at the moment. Yeah, it leads directly into Running Out of Time, which is the next song. Uh, and this is where, because Igor, being a separate character, he, he kind of he gets his own voice on yeah. the album because you can clearly and distinctly hear where Tyler is modulating his voice to be yes. or, and then kind of when he raps, it's, it's just Tyler's voice. So this yeah. song starts off with Igor's voice and I really like it. I, I just like the choppiness of it. I like, it kind of puts a little bit of texture in it. It's kind of crushed or something. Yeah. And as someone who, as I previously mentioned, doesn't like Tyler, the creator's older stuff. I think a lot of that is because again, I'm picky with vocals and I don't think I like his natural rapping voice. Mm-hmm. So I think this album is a, a good uh, recommendation for someone who's like me and, and didn't really get into that stuff because it has a lot of his vocals that are, that are pitched up and modulated and altered and stuff uh, that kind of feels good. So you can get to, to experience what Tyler, the creator does without having to necessarily bear his his voice if you're not into that kind of thing or his ra- his rapping style there is some of that on this album but uh most of the time it's not that yeah i for one just to put this out there i i like tyler the creator's actual voice i have yeah i, I don't think you're alone in that <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not I'm, I'm trying to find the people out there who are like me <laughs> yeah but, just... so running out of time i mean it's to me, it seems pretty self-explanatory. He's talking about he's losing this person who he right. is in love with. He's running out of time to get them back. And because because of another person, he, fe- he feels like he's losing them specifically to another person. Right. And this is where uh, I, I guess there's a th- an, an underarching theme with Tyler himself being potentially homosexual or bisexual or, mm-hmm. or not straight that I saw some discussion about. Uh, he mentions uh, the person hiding behind like a mask and, mm-hmm. and maybe pretending, pretending not to reciprocate love to Tyler. But it, it's like you said, he's running out of time and Tyler's going to give up at some point or, or he's going to lose him. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't know how much of that is true. I, I know it's a lot of speculation, but uh, it kind of comes through in, in some of these songs that he may or may not be talking about a guy because he mentions his, his, the object of his love has a girlfriend Right. Yeah. So it, it could be that he's in love with a girl that is bisexual and loves another girl, but I think it, it's uh, a safer assumption that it's a guy. Just yeah. <laughs> and kind of given some of the stuff that Tyler has said, kind of in the past few years, like he he said something that I guess for the sake of uh, decency, I guess I won't repeat. <laughs> for for whatever reason but it pretty okay. much you know what <laughs> whatever he's he tweet i think he either tweeted or like responded to somebody who like made homophobic remarks about him or said he was homophobic he said i've been sucking white white boys dicks since 2010 or something it was something <laughs> like along the right along the lines of that and like yeah. he's been very open that he like with his sexuality, I guess that it's, it doesn't really matter to him. Like in right. general, it shouldn't matter to anybody according to him, which yeah, and I think it's a very good stance. And at that point, the fact that he's trying to bring it to the front, I can't, it, it kind of makes me think, is he actually homosexual or bisexual or is he just trying to be ambiguous to kind of make it normal? Right. Yeah. So if he's actually straight and just pretending or playing it off like he's gay, just because it should be something that is normal and accepted kind of a thing. Yeah, that's which that's a whole nother discussion because there's people who have argued about that. But we'll right. we'll go ahead and we'll we'll get we'll get past. <laughs> yeah. So so again, the song it to me it felt like him being in love with someone, but they're in love with someone else, and they're maybe resisting. Or, or hiding their true feelings for Tyler for fear of being outed, perhaps, which I think is a theme that is covered uh, further into the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but to that end, it leads right into, thematically anyway, New Magic Wand. Um, I think at some point in Running Out of Time, he mentions he wishes he had some spells or something that he yep. could use to change the, the person's mind. Uh, so track six, New Magic Wand, is uh, kind of the darker half of that that song i think it's it's an extension of it uh where he's he kind of he repeats that he needs to get her out of the picture mm-hmm. uh, it has kind of a lower and darker more like anxious bass and drum kind of feel to it that maybe uh, alludes to a sporadic mental state that he's in and his new magic wand is uh, an object that he is going to use to kill or threaten uh, his interests, girlfriend, and if they still don't commit to him, they might kill them too. Yeah, uh, it's it's a very like manic and and dark, I think, uh, expression of how he felt in running out of time, or at least the extension of that. Definitely, like this song, how I mentioned in I whenever we were talking about, I think where I said it seems that he's finding obsession or love, like right this is the song that makes me think like you're starting to see actual obsession. Oh yeah. Maybe it's not the healthiest uh, outlook. Yeah, definitely. Cause yeah, it's a, it's essentially about planning to kill whoever's in your way. Like whoever this other person is. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it is a girl. So yeah, we can infer based (laughs) off of the knowledge that we know up to now that it is either a, woman who was his girlfriend who has left him for a girl or a guy who was his boyfriend who has left him for a girl so right it's it's very ambiguous extremely ambiguous but yeah, yeah this song is fine yeah i mean i i again you you said that's kind of his thing and that that's something he he's promoting and i think that's great i don't think we need to know which way it is per se yeah uh, this yeah this song but yeah, it's dark. I like dark songs. So yeah. there's there's quite a few songs on this album that I just really, really like. This is one of them just because of the feeling, like you said, it, it hits into it right away. Like it's just instantly dark. But yep. it I like it a lot. And then it kinda turns around with a boy is a gun because it kinda I'm not gonna say the song's like upbeat, but it's kinda like twinkly or yeah. kinda 
higher pitched or something. I don't know what it is, but it instantly feels like you're not about to be murdered. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think uh, a boy is a gun is a play apparently on a girl is a gun is a phrase that is, that has been iterated upon mm-hmm. that I hadn't heard. Uh, so maybe I'm just completely out of the loop, <laughs> but, uh, this track has, I, I felt like it, it had a very Kanye West feel to it. Uh, Definitely. sorry, John, who's going to read because I mentioned Kanye West again, but, uh, it's, it had that connection. And then I was looking into it, uh, because it has like some layered vocals and some oldie samples in it that I would define as old Kanye feel. Uh, and interestingly, there's the sample that is used, uh, in this track by Tyler is the same song that Kanye West has sampled in the song bound Two on Jesus, which apparently Tyler helped produce that song. So I think there's, there's a tie in here and it gets a little bit deeper in the next track, but uh, this song has a very Kanye feel to it. So I feel like he, he maybe had some influence or even helped with production on, on this track. Uh, do you know do you happen to know which sample it is because uh, i can look up the song i I don't write it down the the song is called bound i don't remember the artist okay because it sounded very it gave the song like a very motown i guess vibe whenever it's like don't don't shoot me down like it's i don't know it's just nice but a boy is a gun this song kind of i know it's trying to be ambiguous but this song kind of makes me think that it's a guy that Tyler is talking about. Like yeah. it's, a guy, it's his boyfriend who had left him for a woman. Right. Especially if uh, the phrase a girl is a gun was the original phrase and he twisted that to be a boy is a gun. That kind of points out to me that, that he's clearly talking about a guy. Yeah. And interesting note. Not Actually, it's not that interesting. I don't know why I said that. I just clickbaited <laughs> my own sentence. It's fun. But, um, I gotta get them clicks. I'm trying to figure out all the so the way these al- like song titles are stylized is they're all capital. All of them. Yes. It's just all in capitals, which is a big thing. Either all capitals or all lowercase. That's a thing yeah, that people do. It happens now. But this song and this song only is the only one that has like an as like a little star asterisk. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, but uh, I don't think on Wikipedia or on uh, the official track listing it has an asterisk. I, d- I don't. I didn't look up like the back of the CD to see. Yeah. But uh, I was wondering if that was just a uh, an exclusive thing to uh, the YouTube Music app, or if it was something else. No, it's. I mean, it's. It is at least on Spotify as well. So I'm assuming it's just the way he wanted it, which makes me think there's a reason to it, but I don't, I don't know it. Yeah. I was, I'm, I'm not really sure either. I was trying to figure it out, but I can't. So if anybody out, out there knows, tell me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just curious. I, 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 I think just to, to tie it back lyrically, the song, uh, I think represents that he has an opportunity to be with his love interest, despite knowing it's dangerous yeah. and that it could end up hurting him, which I guess is what the phrase a girl is a gun means anyway. Um, but I, I really liked in one of his verses, he kind of alludes to it coming back and hurting him. He he says, you invited me to breakfast. Why the fuck your ex here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that line. Cause it just shows like, it's, it's like an ultimate betrayal, right? He's like, Hey, like I'm finally going to get on a date with this guy that I like. And I show up to talk and his girlfriend's here or his ex is here. Yeah. So that's kind of like instant bad news. I feel like this song, it starts kind of a, not a subplot, but it like introduces, because before this you're like, oh man, I think Igor is like crazy. He's super obsessive and kind of plotting to kill. But then you listen to this song and it seems like he's being like strung along, like led on. And you're kind yeah, of like, almost, okay. almost like he's some sort of puppet. Oh, that segue. Segue. Before we, before we get on, the next track is called Puppet, just to, to get that out in there. <laughs> but before we move on, uh, I did look up the the sample that I was referring to. The song is called Bound. The artist is Ponderosa Twins plus one. Hmm. Um, so that's that's the song that they sampled both in Bound 2 and in uh, the song. Looks like that's who I'm listening to next. Yeah, we'll put them on our list. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Puppet is the next track. Uh, It starts off musically 
very similar to the rest of this album, which uh, implies to me that Tyler himself had a heavy hand in the production of it, which is important because uh, I feel like the song has three phases to it. Mm-hmm. As the song progresses, it, it starts off with Tyler, and I actually like his rap flow here, there which you go. doesn't happen a lot. But uh, about a minute in, it starts changing, and you start hearing more strings and more vocal samples, kind of similar to Kanye West's old stuff, hmm. uh, which is interesting. It's not interesting. I clickbaited my own thing. I'm <laughs> copying you. I just want to be cool. Um, Kanye has a verse on this album, although I guess it's not confirmed. It's Supposedly. Kanye. Suppose <laughs> I think it's, it's all but confirmed by him <laughs> that it's Kanye. Yeah, and it's weird because it's actually pretty like washed out. You can't really hear it super clearly, or it's quiet and in the background, which I I thought it was kind of weak. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Kanye West's lyrical content or his mm-hmm. rapping per se, but I thought it was interesting. I went to look at the official lyrics. And Tyler has posted, uh, I guess, official lyrics for every song on this album. And for this this song specifically, at that point, it says Kanye lyrics cannot be transcribed. So <laughs> they, they don't even have official lyrics for whatever Kanye is rapping in the background, uh, which is fine because it's it's whatever. It's kind of yeah. a mediocre verse to begin with. So I'm not sure if it was intentional or if Kanye was just kind of like wanting to be involved and decided to do some weird freestyle or something. Um, because he was clearly like helping produce this album. Yeah. I think he has a production credit, at least on Wikipedia. But I think the song could have been fine without that verse. Yeah, uh, and I mean, he, they've definitely worked together, or at least I, I don't want to say Kanye like mentored him or anything, but like I think Kanye was involved in some of his earlier work as well. And sure. I mean, Tyler, like you said, he helped on produced or whatever i'm bound to like they've right. collaborated in the past before but yeah I don't know. you but, can you can feel his presence on this album definitely you can feel kanye's presence on this for sure album. and and the song specifically like i said i think there's three f- phases in the song so the first you know third of the song or whatever feels very much tyler produced and then towards the middle, it gets kind of in this wishy-washy area that it sounds like it could be a Tyler and Kanye collaboration thing. And then towards the end, I felt like it was maybe more of just a Kanye production thing, yeah. Uh, at least musically, because at like two minutes in after the Kanye verse, it, it switches to more like <clears throat> staples of Kanye's music with some more vocals, some groovy bass lines, some more strings. And then there's like a whining synth that comes in and drones over it. Which kind of reminded me of like Jesus era Kanye. Yeah, but lyrically, yeah, uh, it's he's feeling like a puppet. He's feeling like he's been used by his love interest, and he he's admitting that like he wants to give them whatever they need or whatever they want, and wants nothing more but to make them happy. And then it ends with another uh, sample from that comedian. I can't remember what you said his name was. Jared Carmichael. Yeah, remember his end. name, Jared Carmichael. Jared Carmichael. <laughs> Jared Carmichael. Repetition sinks it in. Uh, but at the end of the track, it ends with another sample from him saying, "But at some point, you come to your senses." And see, see right there, because right before it, it's kind of fading out, and you start to hear a siren come in. It's like a police siren or yeah. some sort of siren, and then he says, "But at some point, you come to your senses," which makes me think. It's that Igor it, was about to do something. <laughs> or that he, yeah, like he was about to do something, but maybe like it's coming to your senses to Igor, so he's doing something crazy, because right into the next song, if you're, if you're, if you're done with this song, because yeah. uh, what's good, stuff gets nuts. Like, it is, <laughs> it is a fighting song. Like it is, song. it is very anxiety-inducing musically. I think you would throw down to this song, and yeah. at, especially at some point, one of the first lyrics, uh, which kind of ties into that siren. He's just like building himself up, all confident, and then he says, "If that cop, if that cop says my name, bitch, I'm Igor." Like he's just yeah. right there. Like I'm done. I'm I'm doing something. Yeah, he's ready to to. to lay hands on someone. <laughs> I, just, I think, yeah, 
I thought it- musically at this point in the album they they brought back the the kind of funky upbeat button drums mm-hmm. I, I love it I, i'm not particularly fond of this track but uh i really love the the musical production of it and, and the drums just feel so good to me yeah i like the drums i like which i don't know while he's because at the beginning whenever he starts like rapping this is like an actual just rap song at least to start out with right. and while he's rapping there's kind of like an off-key piano kind of happening it like it'll yes. hit a chord while he's rapping which kind of like you said anxiety inducing you're like what's happening what's going on something something great yeah. is happening something, something's then, off yeah and then it breaks it up with this kind of it's like the little detuned piano easy line in between each verse which kind of breaks right. it up and it kind of i don't know if that's supposed to be showing that he's coming back to some sort of reality like he had a huge episode where he did some crazy shit <laughs> and then he's kind of coming back but i don't know that's just me looking maybe too far into it but no yeah absolutely it's a very actiony track that it feels like something's happening right and i got another like yeezus vibe from from this because at some point in the song it, it gets kind of distorted there's like some distorted vocals and then you can hear like random yelling samples in the background which was a big thing in yeezus there was mm-hmm. like a lot of random screaming and yelling that seemed like it was for no reason kind of a thing um but yeah it, it's a fight song like you said uh and and it, it goes into the next track gone gone slash thank you slash which uh i did my research and apparently the 10th track on every Tyler album is a double track like this is. Uh, I was curious why this one specifically needed to be a double track and, and looked that up. Uh, so that's why it's two tracks gone, gone and thank you both the 10th track. Uh, I guess it's two songs, one track, but th- they're related. They're tied. It's not as sparse as uh, I was alluding to perhaps, but uh, gone, gone there's something about the vocal melody that I just, I don't like it. It feels like flat, at least at the beginning of it. It, it, it just sounds off. Uh, and it fortunately doesn't stay too long, but, uh, I don't know. Something, something bothers me about it. It's yeah. I mean, what I tend to like about songs on this album, I guess, are just his lyrics. He's got that childish, type of voice at yeah. the beginning. Like, I really like this song. But it's... I, You can tell that it's his voice being run through a chi- like a filter to make him sound kind of like a child. And right. the way he's talking about it, so I don't want to say youthful, but it's like his lyrics at the beginning almost sound somewhat like he wrote them, like a child wrote them, which it seems like Igor is not like an entirely mentally stable person, (laughs) but there's just something about hearing him say in that childish type voice. He's like, it was August. Oh shit. I don't remember. But like, it's, I don't know. It just makes me think of like a seven year old writing the song. Who's just like not concerned about (laughs) writing an actual thing. They're just like literally writing whatever comes to their mind. But right. which I mean, that, that's I think that's a thing that rappers do. I mean, they freestyle, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, specifically in the song, he does pitch his voice up, and it, it sounds uh, like you said childish in in some some respect. Oh yeah, uh, but outside of outside of that intro section, uh, I, I like it. It has kind of like a, a Jackson Five feel going on mm-hmm. with it, with like a lot of the vocal layering and stuff, kind of that era of music but it also has some like modern production stuff built in that's like an, there's like an 808 kick in it it feels and there's yeah. just like a lot of interesting it's an interesting mix i think uh, and then there's like a key change right before he starts rapping which again i really don't like his his rapping voice it's mm-hmm. it's not great i don't i don't i don't know there's something about it that bothers me and that's something that I, i'm gonna have to to think about and reflect and, and kind of dissect at some point yeah, you gotta reflect, man. You have to, because you have to like him, because he's just awesome. No, I have to like everything. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I like his voice just because it's unique. It's super deep compared to yeah, it is. other people. 
but uh, I don't. CeeLo Green, this is complete non sequitur. CeeLo Green did the did the chorus, right? Uh, allegedly for this, which yeah. <laughs> I, I liked. Kind of that mix between their voices because I feel That's like true. Tyler's it, voice it's a good contrast. Yeah, like with his being so deep and CeeLo's voice is just like higher and bright. It's just yeah. it's plus I I like CeeLo. I like. Yeah, who doesn't? Everyone loves CeeLo Green. Well, I don't know. Some people don't. because uh, Everyone does. <laughs> I refuse to believe otherwise. If well, they don't he, like them, then they don't exist. He kind of said some things one time that made a lot yeah, of people not, not like him. People say shit all the time. Uh, I, will I like say, his music. I like his music. There we go. Yeah, we'll say that. That is our definitive stance. Uh, <laughs> we, we here at Feedback Loop uh, do not condone any actions of any artists that we review yeah, uh, we just in their like personal their lives. I mean, we like Kanye, right? Kanye's a total dickhead uh, in, in real life. Depends on but, who you are. Maybe he's yeah, a, that's, like speaking that's the truth. But we, we, what I'm getting at, I guess, is we separate art from artist, mm-hmm. and and we focus more on the art than the artist. Uh, but tying it back to the song, um, there there is a line that Tyler raps that that I thought was interesting that I actually really like. Uh, he he has a whole verse kind of building this metaphor of like construction going on. But there's one line in particular that I like. He says, you started building a bridge and it turned into a fence. And that line just like, I, I don't know. It tied it all together for me. And it it's clear that it's like representing his confusion and that it looked like his, his interest was trying to make a connection, which is a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ended up shutting him out instead which uh, I don't know. I thought that was a very clever line. I mean, the whole, I think the whole construction thing was maybe a bit much for the whole verse that he, he kind of like dragged on a bit. Yeah. But I think that line really tied it together for me. See, uh, I'm so happy that you said that because that honestly, like I like the whole construction, the blueprint. Yeah. Metaphor. It's very clever. It's, I like it a lot. And I was about to say something about it. But you did, so I don't have to. So it's I'm sorry, great. I stole your thunder. It's, no, it's it's honestly like because it's a perfect metaphor because it ends that way. Like I think, right? It's like we had two different blueprints, but understood influence. So like you're coming, you knew you had two different things that you wanted, two different things you were trying to build, and you could influence each other. And with it ending, we're trying to build a bridge into a fence. I, I don't know. It's just great. Yeah, it's, it's a good visual. It's a good metaphor. It's, I don't know. It, it ties it all together. I like it a lot. I'll stop. Despite, I'll stop despite it being it. Tyler's voices. <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise, lyrically, like like you kind of mentioned, that to me, I kind of felt that this comes back to the theme of heartbreak, right? But perhaps mm-hmm. with a more wise perception of it and maybe even acceptance that it's over. Yeah. Uh, or is it? Well, because thank you. I mean, thank you is... A pretty mature song. Not yeah, mature. it's the next half of this track. Yeah, not like mature, like, oh, you have to be an adult. But like, <laughs> it's a mature standpoint to take. Right. Even if there is parts of it that are kind of almost seem bittersweet or like backhanded almost. Because yeah. he's saying thank you for the times that we had. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the good times, whatever. Yeah. But then it ends with, but... I'll never love again. So I, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, well, thank you for all this, but because but of you. Fuck you. you. Yeah. 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 I thought it was interesting. There, there's in, in thank you musically, there's like some fluttering high synths throughout it, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all of the drums are like gun sounds or all the, the beat is just comprised of like a gun clip reloading and firing and, and stuff like that. That I thought was kind of creative. I'd believe it. It's, 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 it's very interesting. Yeah. Which, so with him being thank you and saying he can't love this next yeah. song. I don't love you anymore. It's uh, <laughs> so it's kind of just flipping the script, like, or confirming, yeah. I guess that it's like, it's, uh, it's over. Or at least he's trying to convince himself that it's over. Yeah. It's a very slow down and chill song. I think compared to the rest of the album being mostly upbeat and happier or aggressive, I suppose. But, uh, I don't know. This one, it, it didn't really, didn't really hit home with me. I mean, it's a fine mm-hmm. song, but it, it didn't really have anything. I didn't have anything to say about it musically. And yeah. then 
looking at the lyrics and analyzing it a bit more, it makes sense. And it kind of gives me something to say and that it feels like this is the sad acceptance phase of the breakup. And Tyler's just kind of feeling numb and not really sure where to go. Uh, he knows he, he needs to move on, but he kind of has to collect himself first. Yeah, I definitely think, because especially with how the vocals are presented in the chorus when he's saying, I don't love you anymore. It's kind of like a soft yell almost. Where right. it's like, It sounds like somebody was trying to yell, but it's muted. Oh, like they turned the volume down. And he's yeah. kind of just trying to convince himself, like, no, I don't love you anymore. It's, it's like, it's over. It's it's done. But yeah, it, it's a sample, I think. It, it, it seemed like a sample to me from, from like an older, like maybe even a sitcom or an, a, some TV show. But yeah, it, it just sounds like someone screaming maybe in the background. I don't love you anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that leads into the final track. Are we still friends? Are we still friends? <laughs> yes, we're friends, Joey. This track is groovy as fuck. Oh there's my god! There's a lot of really cool like instrumentation on this, and there's a cool like progression throughout the track. I think with the uh, with the outro being like a super good ending to the album. Um, I, I noted at this point, as with many songs on the album, the song title pretty much says it all. <laughs> Yeah, what you see is what you get. This track is Tyler not wanting to completely sever ties with his his interest and at least remain friends, which is a very common thing in breakups, yeah. right? Well, but given like the the roller coaster of this album, where it's like, okay, well, Igor is like stalking and attempting to murder somebody right. in the first half, and in the second half, it's like this person that he's still pining over is just being a complete dick to him mm. and leading him on. It's just kind of weird that the end is, are we still friends? But I do love yeah. the song. I, I totally mean, it's kind of, it's kind of cyclical, right? Like yeah. he, he's having this mania or, or these, these feelings that are such a strong feeling that at first it's, it's love. And then it kind of fades to like rage of like being manipulated and then kind of being humbled, I guess, or, or accepting of it. And then kind of maybe going back, maybe he's making the mistake of saying like, Hey, are we still friends? Are we, are we good? Like, I know I kind of freaked out on you, yeah. but are we still, are we good? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a very, very good outro. I like, I it's one of, one of my favorite ending songs for an album that I've heard maybe ever definitely in a while just yeah. because of how it wraps it all up it it's extremely funky like it's just yes. nice to listen to at the end where there's kind of been some crazy songs some mellow out mellowed out songs but yeah and also kind of, kind of brings you back up yeah jack white apparently played apparently i guess i can't Alleged, say with any allegedly Allegedly, Jack White played the guitars on this. Really, album, which That's is interesting. Super cool. I mean, I know he's doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he but... does. He's, he's he's all over the fucking place, and he's a cool guy. Yeah, but it's pretty pretty big if true. Like big if true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Overall, uh, I I like this album musically. It's got a lot of like funky, groovy songs, like like we've been kind of talking about that feel good just to listen to. Yeah. Um, I think it was a good follow-up to melodrama, like I said, because it's similar in theme, mm-hmm. but maybe giving a different perspective on the same subject matter. Um, I do think I enjoy this album better without focusing on the lyrics. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of how I enjoy music in general. Um, but maybe it was be- just because we came off of melodrama being a breakup album, and we came to this, which is just another breakup album, kind of. Yeah. Um, I do want to spend more time with it and we'll probably throw it on now and then just to kind of groove with it. Cause like I said, I enjoy listening to it. It's fun to, to just groove with and feel. And there's a lot of it that reminds me of kid Cudi's first album uh, with some of the like MGMT songs even. <clears throat> and then so, some of them have even like a childish Gambino feel kind of like uh, awaken my love or some other like R and B focused songs of his. And then there's even some Kanye influence, which I love all three of these artists. Right, I love Kikadi. I love Childish Gambino. I love Kanye. So like this album fits for me musically. 
I still don't think I like Tyler's <laughs> rapping voice, <laughs> but uh, I, teach I, I like it a lot. Well, I'm glad. I'm very glad because uh, I feel like I failed you on a few of my recommendations. So <laughs> this one did I, not fail. I'm glad that I made it up because I, mean, I the point the point is isn't to make me love everything or make you love everything. It's just to try new things. Yeah, but. As we've discussed several times, <laughs> we're the, not good at picking the right album. <laughs> yeah. And like your first intro to something can be a big factor. It's true. And whether you like something or just, I mean, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we're under the belief that like anybody can kind of end up liking just about any genre of music, any type of music, as long right. as you know you take the right steps to kind of prepare yourself to get there. Absolutely. And I think this might help me eventually like Tyler, the creator's whole catalog. Maybe uh, I think it's going to be soon, but I yeah. do enjoy this album. I like this album a lot. Uh, and I'm glad that, that you've shared it. Well, that's me. good. This was definitely one of my highlights, which is why I put it on our list. It was one of my highlights of, cause it came out last year. Yeah. I don't think I listened to it until maybe, December of last year. It was late last year whenever I started listening to it. And it was like from the first time I listened to it, I just knew that it was going to be one of my favorite <laughs> albums. So, yeah. And I, th- I think it's, it's a good one. Like I, I remember seeing that this album released and I almost listened to it several times. I just hadn't pulled the trigger on it. So I'm glad we're here and we did it. <laughs> Yay. Next week. What are we listening to Joey? We are listening to, J. Cole, For Your Eyes Only, is what Indeed. we're listening to. I've never, I've heard one song by J. Cole. Jeremy picked Oof. this one out, so I'm, I'm trusting you, man. You're going to love this album. I'm, I'm not even going to hide it. You're going to love it. Oh, shit. Uh, especially coming off of this album, I think. It's interesting in that J. Cole is notorious, perhaps, for having oh. no features on his albums at all. Um, well, that's but, cool. But musically, this is my favorite. And maybe it's a hot take. I don't know. Uh, Levi might have a stronger uh, stance on J. Cole. Levi's what, who got me into J. Cole. But this album really hits me. Uh, and I think it's going to hit you the same way. So well, uh, we'll see if I agree with you or Levi. <laughs> but So, with that all being said, if you all are interested in communicating with us, maybe you all want to listen to the music too, or have any questions for us, you can find us online at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, talk, talk to us, whatever. Just like our pictures, like me, like me, please like Like us both. (laughs) And whenever you finally do decide to listen to the podcast, check us out. YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. We're somehow on Apple podcasts. Neither of us have products, but we're on there. We're, we're on there, man. And we're also on Google Podcasts, which is less surprising because <laughs> Google's everywhere. But, Google's uh, everywhere. But we're everywhere now. We're killing yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, so check us out anywhere. And I guess we'll, until next time, stay in our feedback loop. Yeah. Bye.